0: I'm Elizabeth Vargas. I'll be right back here tomorrow night. I hope you will be, too. Have a good night.
1: Tonight, face-off. President Biden talks tough ahead of meeting China's President Xi. Should China be scared of us when Biden won't take on Iran? A tale of two marches. Today, nobody wore masks, no calls for genocide, no breaking into the White House. Compare that to last week. Who really wants peace? Plus,
2: amen, Bill Maher sings the praises of Catholic schools. They're told, no, you can't be on your phone here, and your pronouns are shut up and sit down. Why Americans of all faith
1: are suddenly interested in a Catholic education. And them's fighting words. Well, stand your butt up, then.
3: You stand your bun up.
1: Oh, hold on. Big oh, guy. hold, stop it.
3: Is that your stop. solution every bullet?
1: Things get personal in the U.S.
2: Senate. Now you can't talk to me like that. Them's fighting words.
1: Can Bernie Sanders become the voice of reason for these times? The American people have enough of contempt for Congress. Let's not make it worse. I don't like
4: thugs and You're,
1: movies. You and Do I, I don't I, like you. <laughs> Welcome to The Ferris Show on television. First tonight... Talking loudly and carrying a small stick. Yes, I know, Teddy Roosevelt said of American foreign policy, speak softly and carry a big stick. That works. But President Biden has somehow reversed the saying. He speaks loudly and yet refuses to use American power. Iranian militias have attacked U.S. forces 50 plus times in the past month with no meaningful response By the United States. President Biden walked off Air Force One today in San Francisco, ready to meet with the Chinese leader. He walks down those steps in the weakest position of an American president in modern times. President Biden often says we're in strategic competition with China. You might think of it as a chess game. To be blunt, why should China be scared of us? They don't think we know how to play Chess they think we are weak. Why should China stop killing our kids with fentanyl or making diseases like COVID or threatening our military or stealing our technology if Mr. Biden won't protect American troops against Iran? Chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, Congressman Mark Green is with us in a minute. We start with Kelly Meyer traveling with President Biden ahead of his meeting tomorrow. Good afternoon, Kelly.
0: Hey there, Leland. Well, the central question for President Biden and the Biden administration right now, one that we've been asking for weeks as we continue to watch this escalation of attacks on U.S. forces, is U.S. deterrence working? And the latest number we've gotten out of the Pentagon today is 55 attacks from October 17th to today. This is updated nearly daily at this point. 27 of those attacks in Iraq, 28 in Syria. The U.S. retaliating three times in the last three weeks. The latest... This past Sunday in eastern Syria, here's a new video from the Pentagon tonight showing unclassified footage of the attack on Iran-backed training facility and a safe house. The U.S. trying to, quote, project combat power with B-1 Lancers in the region. Today, the Pentagon telling reporters U.S. deterrence efforts are working. Take a listen.
5: We feel that it is. We have not seen this war spread into a wider regional conflict. Um, We have responded with um, the, uh, we responded, we we conducted three different strikes. Um, We responded most recently this weekend. And again, we will always reserve the right to respond um, at a time and place of our choosing.
0: And this as Chinese fighter jets breeze past U.S. B-52 bombers in the South China Sea, the Pentagon monitoring countless scenarios like this one. And U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hasn't spoken to China's defense minister because they don't have one, Leland.
1: But we are to believe that new cooperation and communication between China and the United States is afoot. Um, obviously, the Iranians are, are playing this sort of with their own hand. And I'm wondering what you're hearing about this latest waiver now uh, that will net Iran another $10 billion.
0: Yeah, the State Department uh, says that these funds are only to be used for humanitarian trade, similar perimeters that we saw with that $6 billion in the Iran hostage deal not too long ago. Uh, there are some on Capitol Hill that thought that that was emboldening Iran, but here's how the State Department explained it today. Take a listen.
1: We don't worry about optics, we worry about about reality. And the reality is that these funds, as I said, can only be used for humanitarian and other non-sanctionable purposes. I would remind you that we have imposed more than 400 sanctions on Iran since the outset of this administration.
0: All of this ties really to where we are standing right now, to President Biden's meeting with President Xi Jinping happening here in San Francisco tomorrow. President Biden could urge China to use their relationship with Iran to urge them to stop escalating uh, the conflict or spreading violence. Uh, China, as we saw in other world affairs, likes to be seen as this mediator. We'll see if they will get more involved Hmm. in the Middle East after this. Leland.
1: Yeah, they like being seen as a mediator. They like undermining the United States even more. Kelly, keep up the great reporting. Thank you. With us now, Chairman Mark Green of the Homeland Security Committee, who also served uh, in Iraq uh, with the Army 160th Night Stalkers. It's good to see you, sir. I, let's just flip this around for a second and be fair here. Um, to the Pentagon's point, we have not seen an escalation by the Iranians, there have been no, no U.S. troops killed and all of the troops who've been injured in these attacks have returned to duty so far. Is there a reason to sort of poke at the Iranians and force them into a spiraling, retaliatory situation?
6: No, I think you have to be very careful with how we move forward, Leland. I mean, clearly, when they hit us, we should hit them back and a lot harder than we've been doing. Uh, the response, I think, from the Pentagon... What I'm hearing is they want to do more, and the president is basically telling them no. But I, I think clearly, as re- in regards to Israel, though, just the posturing of the troops there, I do agree with the decision to have the, the hostage rescue teams in the theater, but, but it's not the time for American uh, forces to go into Gaza and try to rescue hostages. So uh, it's, it's a needle that's being threaded. I, I think we definitely need to strike harder when we're struck, when our American forces are attacked. But uh, as far as Gaza goes, I think so far, so good.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't heard of any thought, real thoughts of putting American forces on the ground um, in Gaza. That would totally change things. But, but back to this issue of Iran, um, the White House would tell you that their deterrence is working, Uh, There have now been three times over the past eight days that U.S. Central Command has tweeted out these pictures of B-1 bombers. Uh, Their line right now is the ability to rapidly project combat powers, what they think they are demonstrating. Uh, How useful is combat power if, as you point out, the president is not willing to use it?
6: Well, deterrence is the combination of the capability, which clearly we have, and then the willpower to use it. Uh, and I would submit that based on all of Joe Biden's actions throughout this time, his time in presidency, in the presidency, whether it's the withdrawal from Afghanistan, the stair-step sanctions with Russia and the Ukraine, uh, you know, how he's handling this particular situation, I don't think you see a strong will. And as you lay the chips on the table to a guy like Xi Jinping, everything we do goes through their filter, the imperial filter of Xi Jinping. So no, I don't. Uh, I don't suspect uh, that he sees this as a strong president at all. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for Joe Biden to go over there and tell the Chinese to stop X, Y, and Z. Uh, you you shared some of those with your reporter earlier. But look, our allies like the Philippines are being bullied. That needs to stop. We keep saying how we're we're there to support them, and yet we have done nothing. Um, and, and then the. Harassment of our aircraft in the South China Sea or our shipping in the South China Sea. I mean, this is it's yeah. unacceptable
1: Yeah, I, I want to get real quickly from you uh, There's likely to be an announcement on the precursor chemicals to fentanyl uh, coming out of China uh, tomorrow That's sort of the deliverable if you will that's being uh, proffered uh, around Do you believe the Chinese are going to actually do anything on that?
6: No, of course not. Uh, they gained a great deal of, uh, you know, power by destabilizing our country with this murderous uh, fentanyl that's coming across the southern open southern border. Uh, I don't remember they made the same promise to uh, Obama when he was president, uh, and and nothing happened. So I don't anticipate any change from the Chinese at mm. all. Lots of promises. Yeah, but- I,
1: I, I remember when they made a promise to, to stop cyber attacks. And as the ci- document was being signed in the Rose Garden, yeah. I had sources calling me saying yeah. they're initiating new cyber attacks. So, um, you know, the Chinese are lying when their lips are moving. Uh, chairman, thank you, sir. Yeah. We appreciate it. Live pictures of Gaza right now. A little past 2 a.m. there. The Israelis have given a final warning to Hamas fighters Hold up in the main hospital there. They are using the patients in the hospital as human shields. Weeks ago, the Israeli military released detailed intelligence showing Hamas's command center built below the hospital. Nobody really believed them. They said Hamas denied it, on and on and on and on. But yesterday, a curious thing happened. The State Department confirmed Israel's claims.
2: We would love to see Hamas vacate the hospitals that it's using command posts immediately. We would love to see all the people that are
1: calling for Israel to take steps to protect hospitals call for Hamas to vacate the hospitals. We'll get to why MSNBC and the Washington Post still carry Hamas's water a little later in the show. This type of moral clarity from the State Department is remarkable. But credit where credit's due. Yet we haven't heard that same kind of moral clarity or statements from President Biden or his press secretary. And there's a reason for that. The Biden administration wants one message to the international community and another for domestic political consumption. You know, the same people who scaled the White House walls last weekend, they tried to break into the White House throwing blood and chanting about slaughtering Jews. The pro-Hamas wing of the Democratic Party is still causing the White House a lot of headaches, the ceasefire now types. They don't want to hear that Hamas is actually using the hospital to commit war crimes. But the political pressure is now coming from both sides. Today, about a quarter million showed up in D.C., maybe a few more than that, for the Stand with Israel March. And it looked remarkably different than, well, last weekend. It's not just the language. Take a listen. Yeah. should have done this in the side by side. Anyway, it's not just the language. What isn't said also speaks volumes. If you look at your screen right now, the pro-Hamas rally at the weekend at the White House two weeks ago, well, everybody had their faces covered. They scaled the White House fence and left red handprints all over the White House. They tried to break into the White House. Compare that to today's event. 1 to 3 p.m., peaceful. Nobody seemed to feel the need to cover their face, not a mask in sight. People were proud to show their faces. There's prayers, songs, speeches, and obviously a lot of discussion of the hostages. I want to welcome back to the show Emily Austin, anti-Semitism fighter and Case Pack Advisory Board member. Emily, it's good to see you. Thank you. Um, look, I think a lot of people over the past month were really surprised and really caught off guard after October 7th, not just because mm. of the attacks, but because of the, the vitriol and the rise of, of anti-Semitism in America. Are we now sort of seeing a silent majority rise up?
5: I don't know if it's a silent majority. I think it's rather an abundance of misinformation that's really taking over the algorithms, especially on platforms like TikTok, especially when pro-Israel voices are being censored. So I think, you know, quote-unquote Gen Z is just being brainwashed to believe the wrong things, and that's leading to the rise of hatred.
1: All right, so that's how we get the hatred. Where are we now in the arc of that happened pretty quickly and the, the organizers that we saw in the Black Lives Matter Organization, sort of the same neo-Marxists then have come and started to organize uh, for the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas side. Has the
5: pro-Israel side now gotten its act together? I hope so. I mean, prior to October 7th, we should have already had the act together. This was a very abrupt awakening for everyone that had any doubts. You know, you just mentioned Black Lives Matter. That came as no surprise to me that they stood with Palestine. It seems like you know, the silent minorities come together, build up this victim mentality and think that they'd be stronger if they unite um, on misinformation. And it's just so silly to me because they're standing on the wrong side of history.
1: Yeah, I think the the concept of misinformation is interesting because there's not nearly as much of uh, sort of worry about it as there used to be, at least mm-hmm. from certain members of the media. Uh, this is the other side. And I think we, we're right to point out how President Biden is trying to thread this needle, right, of the far left of his party that he's lost a lot of support of. Cory Bush today. Take a listen.
7: We are bound by our faith to demand a ceasefire now, to demand an end to the violence now, to demand that love and peace and justice and humanity reigns and is at the center of all of
1: our work. Okay, The idea of a ceasefire sounds pretty good. Obviously, as we've said, it's a a number of times it's a gift to Hamas. This Mm. would be my question, though. What do you make of President Biden trying to have it both ways? Right. Uh, Israel has a right to defend itself, but you can't attack a hospital that Hamas has a command center in.
5: Yeah, I feel like people are attacking the wrong side, especially when it comes to this whole ceasefire call. Here's what a ceasefire does. Like you just said, you are gifting Hamas, hey, you can murder innocent Israelis in their homes, kidnap over 200 people, and we're going to have mercy on you. That's completely the wrong message to send. And for Biden, who's like trying to stay on the fence, there is no on the fence. You are on the right side of history. You are fighting evil or you are being silent, which is being compliant or even worse. His weakness is speaking volumes. He's not saying what anything you, but I, look, message. the message.
1: The rally today was nonpartisan, right? You had a lot of Democrats. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of Republicans at. I'm wondering what you're hearing from Jew, members of the Jewish community who were vocal Democrats, who are now seeing this huge side, of the de- this very ugly side of the Democratic Party.
5: I won't name names, but a very powerful <laughs> Jew came to me today and said... You know what, Emily? I think I'm going to vote away. I've never thought to vote before. And I go, Biden, and then he goes, No, 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 the other side. And I was like, Oh, thank God.
1: Interesting. Yeah, people Interesting. are changing. Well, and the, look, and the, the amount, of, the number of people now primarying Jamal Bowman, Corey Bush, and the like uh, is growing. It's great to see it. Nice thank you. Thank welcome you Welcome so to DC. Much. We appreciate it. We invite you to sign up for War Notes. Gives you a free look at the show every day at 4 p.m. You go to readwarnotes.com to subscribe. The notes started as our internal email discussion about the most important events of the day. It's literally how we put the show together, and you get to be a part of it. You can respond to the email with your thoughts or join us on social media at Leland Vittert on Instagram or Twitter. That's readwarnotes.com and subscribe for free. Next, hundreds of thousands take to the streets in Spain to protest a left-wing amnesty program that allows progressives to stay in power. Will that same kind of thing come to America? And non-Catholics flocking to Catholic schools. What happens when people give up on public education? Can we finally agree that school vouchers will level the playing field for everybody?
0: Our daughter, Jessie, loves playing detective. A clue.
7: But since we discovered she has sensitive skin, we've been playing detective, too.
0: We thought the problem was our puppy.
7: But it was actually our old detergent. Aha! Uh-huh. So we switched to Tide Free and Gentle. Tide cleans better than the leading competitive free detergent, and it doesn't leave behind irritating residues.
0: Plus, Tide Free and Gentle has no dyes or perfumes, so it's gentle on her skin. Case closed.
2: If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Free and Gentle. Football is the game of life,
3: and it brings a community together. White, black, white girls flag tackle football can revive communities that's why i think you know football is on the right path community with football is very accepting and loving to people who enjoy the sport
7: win or lose they do it as a family
3: future for
4: football Com. Hello there, this is Nat King Cole, wishing you all a happy and a Merry Christmas. Tots.
7: The joy of living is in the giving. So let's give lots of toys for tots. Toys, toys, toys for tots. Some have too many. Some haven't any. If those who have, give those who haven't, oh, what a Christmas day. The
4: Marine Reserve will help you, will help you fill your
7: sleigh with lots and lots of toys for tots, so give a little toy today.
8: Since 1947, the United States Marine Corps has been helping Santa fill his sleigh, making happier holidays for deserving children right in your community. Go to ToysForTots.org and learn how you can make a difference.
0: Thanks for listening to News Nation on the go. I'm Elizabeth Vargas, and this is America's source for engaging and unbiased news.
3: This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid... It goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council.
7: Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared.
4: school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use. Community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after
6: her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain
4: Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name. But more importantly,
3: it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent.
7: Save on Gain Flings at your local CVS today.
1: All right, breaking news right now. It's a little past 2 a.m. in Israel, and the Israeli military now reports that they are moving in on the Hamas Command Center that is buried below Shifa Hospital. There has been a lot of discussion about this hospital. Hamas has long denied that there was a command center underneath. The Israelis, the American intelligence services all say there is. Robert Sherman is with us. Robert, this has been telegraphed over over time and I'm wondering, just from the Israeli point of view, they know they're going to get hit on this publicly. What is the calculation between being willing to accept the bad PR for going in and having to wipe out where they believe the Hamas commanders are?
2: What's well, interesting, Leland, is that we've heard the IDF acknowledge that in the past, in which they've said that they really don't care about the PR battle here, is that they really don't care about any of that. is is that their big focus are twofold. One is getting their hostages back, and two, reestablishing security in the region here. So we just got this update from the IDF a couple of seconds ago, which they said they're carrying out what they call a precise and targeted operation against Hamas in a specified area in the Shifa hospital, based on intelligence information and an operational necessity. They also say that that team includes medical teams and Arabic speakers. Who have undergone specified training to prepare for this complex and sensitive environment. So that goes with what you've been saying is that this has been telegraphed, and I think it's worth noting here, Leland, is, is that something that has been covered up and that you know really you know it was uh, was brushed over to an extent was the Americans coming out today, the White House saying that they now have their own independent intelligence that confirms there is a command center underneath Shifa hospital, the Pentagon coming out and backing that up today, not giving any evidence really to support it, but saying that's what their own intelligence says. I mean, that all of this coming out today and then you see the Israelis say that they're moving in with hmm. this targeted strike in an uh, operation in Shifa, you know, all of this no, happened just you- in the last couple of hours. I'll give you one other
1: thing to think about. There is a lot of discussion now about a potential deal for hostage release, some of the hostages in exchange for a ceasefire uh, of some period, which would allow Hamas to rearm, to regroup, to move whatever hostages they, they will continue to hold on to, uh, allow them to reset booby traps and, and reconvene their forces after uh, what's been some pretty bruising attacks by the Israelis. I'm wondering what you make of, and nothing Nothing is a coincidence in the Middle East, Robert, the video that we got out a couple of days ago, and maybe even yesterday, uh, where the Israeli s- spokespeople uh, took everyone via uh, video in English on a tour of a hospital, not El Shifa, but another hospital, and pointed out uh, that underneath this hospital, uh, Hamas had held hostages, potentially even um, a couple of young Israeli babies. I'm wondering... Uh, how we should look, you think, at uh, these two events, 24 hours apart?
2: Definitely setting the stage, I would say. Here, Leland, is is that I mean, pretty much everything that we've seen over the last couple of weeks is that the Israelis have made one claim or another. It's been disputed by Hamas. And then the Israelis have come out with some kind of evidence later to support their initial claim, whether it was the hospital explosion in Gaza earlier in the in the war. Now you have that video coming out from the IDF yesterday. Uh, and then the last one being the Hamas command node underneath Shifa Hospital. Finally, it took until today for U.S. officials to back all of that up. So it seems as though it's been the same formula. The Israelis set the stage and then wait for the facts mm. to come out and prove them right in the long run. We've seen that. Time and time again. Yeah, and also the Israelis
1: trying to get as much done. I saw this when I was on the ground there, uh, trying to get as much done as they can while they have Hamas on the run before almost being forced into. And it seems that there's some behind the scenes forcing or arm twisting to get the Israelis to agree to a ceasefire. Robert, uh, a little past 2 a.m., so uh, keep working the phones with your sources. We'll be back to you as news warrants. Obviously, we keep an eye on what's happening in Israel. A little bit more on the coverage That the raid on chief of is going to get what will be in the papers tomorrow on the morning shows tomorrow we'll talk about that with colby hall in a minute but right now we're going to stay overseas because you need to pay attention to the mass protests that are happening in spain right now we don't normally cover news in spain but we're covering it not because of what's happening in spain but because of what it could mean and perhaps what will happen because of it in america conservatives, hundreds of thousands of them are in the streets protesting because they're angry. They're angry about a scheme the liberal party there has come up with in order to stay in power. The ultra-left Spanish prime minister can't form a government alone. He doesn't have the votes. So he's offering amnesty to a rival political party that was behind an independence movement for one of Spain's breakaway provinces.
3: The Socialist Party has won the support of Catalan separatists and in return they're being offered a controversial amnesty for those who took part in the illegal and failed push for regional independence.
9: The streets of Spain were packed Thursday night with droves of far-right nationalists upset with a new deal to appease Catalonian separatists. Hmm.
1: So I'm not really an expert in Spanish law or American law, but you really don't have to be an expert in either to know there's something wrong with amnesty in exchange for political support. Maybe this is a bridge too far, maybe it's not. But it would almost be like amnesty or citizenship for illegal immigrants here in America to, I don't know, make them voters in Florida or Georgia or Nevada. Here now, Director of the Heritage Foundation's Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom and Bernard and Barbara Lomas' fellow Niall Gardner. Niall, good to see you. Great to be here. Am I being too crazy in my thinking that this is kind of
9: similar, maybe, I think what's happening in in Spain is very serious because you have literally hundreds of thousands of Spaniards taking to the streets, um, protesting against what is an absolutely horrendous deal between the the far-left socialists and Catalan separatist parties uh, to give an amnesty to several hundred individuals who are involved in a legal, uh, in effect, coup, really, a separatist coup in Spain. And so... The majority of Spanish people are deeply unhappy about this. And this is really a power grab by the socialists. The Conservative Party, the popular party, the PP, uh, was the largest political party in the recent elections in, in Spain. Hmm. Yet the socialists are trying to form this government by putting together this coalition, really far-left extremists, and offering this outrageous amnesty, uh, rewarding those who basically led a campaign to illegally break off part hmm. of Spain... Uh, from uh, from the country, well, so things, things don't rhyme. Things don't repeat
1: themselves, but they often rhyme. I, mean, I think about Nevada: 168,000 undocumented migrants, illegal immigrants, living there, six electoral votes. Uh, Arizona: 273,000 illegal immigrants, 11 electoral votes. Florida: 772,000, 30 electoral votes. Georgia: 339,000, 16 electoral votes. All of that would be more than enough to swing a presidential election and turn those states almost permanently Democratic. Is there some kind of similarities here of this kind of amnesty
9: for political gain? Well, amnesty for political gain is always a terrible idea. And it's what the left likes to do, of course, in order to secure power. Uh, and we're seeing that in Spain. And I think what the Spanish government led by... These protests um, going to work? Uh, well, I think that um, they're sending a very clear message to the socialists that there are uh, consequences for their actions. And mm. I think these protests are going to build and build across, across Spain... The Spanish people are deeply upset with what is happening here, and this is an outrageous amnesty offer, offer basically for, for criminal separatists if, who are trying to destroy a Spain no, as, a, as people, a... People
1: who committed crimes get amnesty intact entity. in, it's, it's in outrageous. return for political gain. There you go. Dial, thank, thank you thank very you much. Me. Appreciate it. The hottest ticket in many cities right now isn't to a sports game or a concert, but a ticket into Catholic schools even for non-Catholics. Here to explain, Bill Maher. You know,
3: in 1970, only 2.7% of the kids who went to Catholic school were not Catholic. Now it's 22% because their school isn't a safe space for off. They're told, no, you can't be on your phone here and your pronouns are shut up and sit down.
1: And it's working. Fourth and eighth grade testing in reading, math, and science for kids in Catholic school is far higher than public school students in every case. Joseph Vitteriti, Thomas Hunter Professor of Public Policy with Hunter College is with us now. Professor, thank you. Is this correlation or
8: causation? It's it's a bit of each, I guess. Um, if you look at the research on this going back to the 1980s, um, James Coleman of the University of Chicago tried to explain this, and what he came up with was that uh, Catholic schools had a strong sense of community about them, and that uh, there was a sense of trust among the people who worked in them, among the people who attended them, and that sense of community was something that allowed them to pursue common interests. There is also a very strong focus on basic skills: reading, writing, science. Um, and it shows in the scores. The ones that uh, Bill showed before uh, make sense. If you were to treat Catholic schools as a separate state and the 1.6 million kids who go there, it would be the highest-performing state in the nation. Um, Fascinating. So that, what, what, what do we what do we make of this in
1: the school voucher debate, and I ask that because we have seen so many elections lately turn on the issue of school choice, on parents' rights, all of all of these issues that play to Catholic schools, but then you inherently have the issue of fairness that so many kids would love to go to Catholic school, their parents would love to send them, but they can't afford it.
8: I think there's a split within the, within the school choice camp. I've been with this issue for years. I gave to expert testimony in the Supreme Court case that allowed it to go forward. Um, The split is this. Uh, Many of us who came to this uh, some time ago uh, sought vouchers and other forms of school choice as a way to provide access for kids who were stuck in underperforming schools to uh, attend alternatives. Um, And the, the point of this the choice program was to uh, pay the way for families who, on their own, would not be able to go. Um, the choice movement is making a turn now. And just in the last year and a half, uh, there's more of a focus on universal choice uh, in states. So everybody gets a what we call an education yeah. savings account. Um, that's not going to. That's going to run out real soon because it's turning out to be expensive, and um, conservatives who support that are not going to be able to hold on to it for too long. I believe. Interesting. Um, that's Fascinating. Why I like the idea. Fascinating. Fascinating. Professor, of I hate. To,
1: I, Professor, I hate to cut you off, but we got to get to breaking news. I apologize, but thank you. Um, you make a great point. Um, at some point, the <laughs> the tab comes due. Uh, Good to see you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll continue to follow it. Back to the breaking news as the Israeli Defense Forces launch an overnight raid on Al Shifa Hospital. The video you're seeing here, the proof that Hamas is using hospitals to conceal and hide their command centers and possibly even to keep the hostages. Will the American media ever be fair to Israel when we come back?
0: A message from Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous. I
6: came to Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous overweight and depressed. I was dieting, binging, stealing food, and lying about it for years.
0: For help, call 781-932-6300 or visit foodaddicts.org.
5: I knew I had a weight problem. I didn't know I was addicted to food. The F.A. program gave me a healthy
0: body. I'm free from obsessing about my weight or food. Call F.A. 781-932-6300 or visit us on our website at foodaddicts.org. So you just switched to Verizon 5G home internet. Maybe you won't mind waiting for everyone to log off so your network signal isn't congested. Or maybe it's time for better internet.
7: Fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts.
4: What's that sound? That's the sound of Downy Unstoppable Centipedes going into your washing machine and giving your clothes freshness that lasts all day long. There it is again. It's like music to your ears, or more like music to your nose. That freshness is irresistible. Let's get a Downy Unstoppables bottle shake. And now a sniff solo. <laughs> nice. Get six times longer-lasting freshness plus odor protection with Downy Unstoppables in-wash scent beads.
2: I'm a pretty great multitasker. I can wash dishes and do laundry. I can roller skate while walking my dog. I can even order lunch while doing my homework. But I can't use my phone while driving. A distracted driver is one of the leading causes of death in the United States. So when it comes to driving, please, don't be a multitasker. Don't drive distracted. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council
6: you're listening to on balance with Leland Vitter on News Nation America's fastest growing cable news
2: network hey ACC fans the ACC is on the CW
6: a new era has begun all the guys are just ready to have fun and everybody's
4: caught the fever I think energy can be really contagious. I'm just having fun for ACC football
3: on the CW. Ready to
4: go? Yeah, let's go. I got goosebumps. Let's go! See all your favorite
3: teams and all your favorite players. It's a totally different energy this year. All ready to make history. Pass on and get after it. Let's goat on ACC
4: football live Saturdays on the CW. The Mo is calling. For years, people around the world have been united by the power of the moustache. This Movember, unite to take on mental health, suicide, prostate, and testicular cancers. Come together, grow together, raise funds, save lives. Change the face of men's health. Sign up at Movember.com.
7: Not all people are the same. And yet, when we visit the doctor, our treatments don't look that different. Why is that? because we just don't have enough information to do it better. By gathering health data from one million people, our country's best researchers will be able to develop treatments that are as unique and complex as we are. With this new information, doctors will have a better understanding of disease so they can innovate the next great breakthroughs in medicine. Learn more at joinallofus.org.
1: Breaking news right now, the Israeli operation against Al Shifa Hospital in Gaza started just a couple of minutes ago. The Israeli military says Hamas is running a command center under the building. That's something that's become a point of contention for some odd reason here at home.
7: There's been a lot of anger because of pictures coming out of Gaza of the attacks on refugee camps and the hospitals. The counter from Israel is that Hamas is tunneled under these hospitals. We have not seen that
1: intelligence. No, Andrea Mitchell has seen absolutely nothing. Hamas is just honorable fighters, according to Andrea. Some of the coverage from MSNBC today, the network needs even more proof, evidently, that Hamas is operating underneath hospitals in Gaza. Uh, The video that the IDF put out, the U.S. intelligence that says it is true. The State Department that Andrea panders to all the time says it's true, but she doesn't believe them. Take a listen. We do know uh, that Hamas has used uh, hospitals uh, as command centers and has buried its tunnels under command centers. The National Security Council spokesman John Kirby echoed those statements. He says the U.S. has proof through a variety of intelligence methods. Yet MSNBC and other Western media say nope.
0: I was speaking to one of the doctors inside Al-Shifa Hospital, the head of their burns unit, and he was telling me that he would not be there if he felt that Hamas was exploiting the hospital, that he has not seen a single Hamas militant inside the hospital.
1: And this is so important right now, because as we speak, Israel forces are raiding that hospital. How it's covered tomorrow is going to matter a lot. Colby Hall is here for that founding editor at Mediaite, Nation contributor. I don't get it, Colby. For so long, we were told by the media that it was important to treat different sides saying things that were demonstrably false and demonstrably true differently. But yet, when it comes to Israel and Hamas, that moral clarity is totally gone.
3: Exactly right. I think what you're seeing here is a, a distinct lack of moral clarity especially with many on MSNBC, and I hesitate to say this, but I think it's, it's fueled by ratings. I think you have a largely progressive uh, set of viewers that has funded uh, MSNBC for a long time, and they don't, they don't like this. And so as a result, it seems that some of the hosts and anchors on MSNBC are doing less about reporting the facts that have been confirmed by the US military uh, and, and instead raising doubt because that's the sort of comfort food that um, their viewers are tuning in for. And that's a really scary proposition. And, you know, this is the fog of war. I understand the need to be cautious when you're taking statements from the IDF or the Hamas side. But when the U.S. military can confirm a report, we should be able to believe that to be true. Um, so while I understand the caution, the willingness to bend over backwards to both sides mm. it, it's pretty feckless, and it's, it doesn't serve anyone well.
1: Look, and, you, and look, and you, you—you guys reported MSNBC's ratings crashed when they were covering uh, the Hamas uh, attacks on Israel. Their, their audience didn't want to see it. This is video, and look—I mean, we have to be fair, right? It, Hamas has put out absolutely no proof of any type, and the Israelis are here putting out videos of them going into hospitals and showing you um, this stuff. They took a CNN crew there as well, but it's not just MSNBC. I want to get you on this, Washington Post. Uh, Israel alleges that Hamas uses hospitals especially sheaf at a concealed bases while the injured and place living on the ground act as human shields Hamas accuses Israel of targeting health facilities to cut off lifeline for residents uh, again I just it only, the, the only time that the Washington Post doesn't have moral clarity is when it comes to
3: Israel <laughs> well I mean I will say that, that that's one example you can't judge an entire entity based on one column but Again, I think the same point holds is there's this sort of urgency for complexity and nuance and giving sort of Hamas the benefit of the doubt when, in fact, we know that there is sort of a ruthless terrorist organization that will kill their people that work for them if they don't say or do the right thing. So that MSNBC report that cited a Hamas doctor saying, well, if Hamas were bad guys, I wouldn't yeah. be here. One wonders what would happen if he didn't agree with Hamas? And that's yeah. fueling the coverage. Look, it's going to be
1: I think it's going to be fascinating now that the Israelis have said they're going in. I mean, look, it, it, it's terrible. I mean, obviously there's babies and there's wounded people inside that hospital who are going to be caught in the crossfire here and what's going on. Um, it's going to be fascinating to watch how it's covered tomorrow morning. We'll, we'll cover cover that as well. Colby, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, great way to follow thank the you, money man. and the ratings. Just when we thought, well— Maybe you thought. We certainly thought D.C. couldn't get more dysfunctional. A Senate hearing nearly ends in a fist fight. How Bernie Sanders
6: saved the day. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here.
3: Okay, that's fine. Perfect.
6: You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then.
2: Okay, let's roll, dudes. And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, why's my gas tank on Up Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license? I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed? You lose. Slow down. Driving is no game.
3: A message from Virginia DMV.
6: Now you can discover the mysteries of ham radio. Using modern transceivers, you can make friends all over the world, even talk to astronauts in space, ships on the high seas, and flying aircraft thousands of miles away. Unlike phone users, ham radio operators talk absolutely free and provide vital communications during disasters or emergencies. To find out more about ham radio, visit us at ARRL.org. And remember, unlike the Internet, we crisscross the entire globe wirelessly.
7: Only one in five people with autism are employed, despite many having the skill set and desire to work. Maybe it's because
8: employers don't know what kind of jobs they can do. Like, what about a programmer? That's a job for someone with autism. Uh, how about a healthcare worker? Yep.
7: That is too. People with autism can do a lot of different jobs, but often get overlooked due to outdated stigmas. Introducing Win by Autism Speaks. We help businesses lead the way in inclusive hiring. What about a ranch hand? Yeah. To learn more, go to autismspeaks.org/win. Tonight on Cuomo, the one and only Bill O'Reilly joins Chris live to break down the day's biggest headlines and a bond born from war: the Palestinian and Israeli men who shared grief from past Middle East complex now share a mission for peace. Then tomorrow RFK Jr. Live, the independent candidate shaking up the presidential race, stunning poll numbers, and the threat he poses to both parties. What he says he has to offer the American people tomorrow on Cuomo.
6: You're listening to News Nation, delivering fact-based unbiased news from all sides.
3: As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
5: Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us.
3: We go
1: through
2: safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. FarmSafe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety
4: in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Kathleen Eubanks-Ming with the American Academy of Family Physicians. Bullies use power, strength, or popularity to hurt others emotionally or physically. And while you can't be with your child all the time, there are ways you can help. If your child encounters a bully, tell them to get to a safe place and tell an adult. You can also show them how to block online bullies. Teach them they can be more than a bystander and that they can help their peers. For more on bullying, visit FamilyDoctor.org or talk with your family physician. (laughs)
1: Those are scenes from parliaments like Albania that devolve into full wrestling match. It's kind of must-see TV at the end of a news program. This Tuesday in November may be remembered as the day the U.S. Capitol took steps to becoming a main event itself. Here we go.
3: You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now.
1: Well, stand your butt up then.
3: You stand up, bun up.
4: Oh, hold on! Big oh, hold. stop it! Is it's that smart. your solution <laughs> every problem? No, no, sit down. Sorry, you're a
5: clown. you. Okay. You
3: know, you're a United States senator. You have you dispel- gone on television and said the dispel- president did something illegal. You dispel- you're doing stuff you dispel- with your brother. The American people have the corruption. same question. I
6: got elbowed in the back, and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. And I turned back, and there was there was Kevin.
1: You know, back in the day, Chris. Everybody would have been aghast at any of these things. And I don't think anybody's surprised as much as they are just kind of popping the popcorn.
4: I hate that part of it, Uh, especially us in the media, loving the Thunderdome and pushing it and playing it again and then saying, what happened to decency and to common ground? Why would those things exist when you do nothing but reward? the worst of our behaviors you know and, and, and there's no currency in cooperation right now they're in a zero-sum game where one side gets advantage because the other side is worse now i gotta say something i know Burchett. i like him i know mullen i like him okay um and by the way mark wayne mullen is nobody to mess around with okay yeah, no dude? do not um, do not but again see even that even that That is me tapping into what is not a helpful aspect of myself. Okay, my respect for him as a fighter is not who we need the best of us to be. Um, And I really believe that the answer is that we've got to find a way to not just traffic in our own. Lacking, You know what I mean? Are you and covering look, this tonight? I am. I'm writing about it right now. And because, look, last night I had Vivek Ramaswamy on. And, yeah. you know, I didn't. I saw. I didn't threaten him physically. And he certainly didn't threaten me physically. But, you know, even that, oh, he wouldn't threaten me. Why? Because I'd pound him. You know, it's just it's not helpful. And what happened between us mm. wasn't helpful. I talked to him on the phone today. I invited him back. Why? Because I wasn't doing my job the right way. We got to do better. You do it beautifully. You deal with whatever comes at you, and you do with it with an equanimity that respects the audience. Was it was it Char- we we is it Charles Barkley
1: who said, "I'm not a role model"? You get back. You get back. You get back to writing. We, inter- we interrupted you. We're watching in a few minutes. Chris. They we are role models. They need right, to yeah, be I'm role here.
4: models. Me, not so much.
1: <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you. Speaking of role models, or who not to be a role model? the 1990s. The DC Madam procured prostitutes prostitutes for the who's who in Washington. But her client list remains hidden. Once again, federal agents busted a brothel. Again, we don't get the names. The D.C. Madam's lawyer joins us to explain why powerful men
0: always get away. News Nation has the next GOP presidential primary debate. This is Elizabeth Vargas. I'll be moderating this debate along with SiriusXM's Megan Kelly. Join us Wednesday, December 6th, right here on News Nation.
2: Wounded
4: Warrior Project helps post 9 11 veterans and their families realize what's possible. With support and resources that bring warriors together and empower them to become stronger, both inside and out. It's possible to begin healing, to get the help you need, to so find peace. And as each warrior's needs evolve, so do we. Because these last 20 years are just the beginning. Learn more at woundedwarriorproject.org slash possible.
0: Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Retirement
7: can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created ThisIsPretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pre and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit ThisIsPretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
2: How is your job to school?
5: Let me tell you.
3: Maybe he was
4: born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some, whenever they go. Or as a frontier newspaper reporter. There's nothing to be learned from the second kick of a mule. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Wherever he went, Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com.
5: Many Americans have missed regular dental care in the past few years. It's important to see a dentist twice a year to identify any problems early. Taking care of your oral health helps overall health. Brushing at least twice a day with fluoride toothpaste and flossing daily can help prevent oral health problems. For more information, visit hrsa.gov oral health.
1: Thanks for listening to News Nation on the Go. I'm Leland Vitter. This is America's fastest growing cable news network.
4: Thanksgiving. Time to come together. Nothing's more important than my family. Time to laugh. <laughs> and time for Is this
7: pizza for everybody?
4: No, Skippy. Time for turkey. <laughs> Kick back with the Keatons all day long. Wow. Watch the Food, Fun, and Family Ties Marathon. What's not to like? November 23rd, all day long, on Rewind TV. Life is full of moments, including difficult and disruptive ones, like a cancer diagnosis. Which is why the groundbreaking work of Stand Up to Cancer is so vital. They bring together top minds from different fields to find new and better treatments so patients can thrive. Please join Stand Up to Cancer and Myrtle Beach to help families get back to where they belong, making new memories for years to come. Go to StandUpToCancer.org to see how you can join the mission.
5: Grandpa, look what I got. Wait till you see the bike we got for Jake. It is the coolest thing.
4: Hearing loss happens gradually with age, making it easy to ignore. Yet most older Americans aren't getting their hearing tested.
5: Dad, can you hear me?
4: Untreated hearing loss can keep your loved ones from enjoying what they cherish most. Don't let that happen. Speak up about hearing loss. You'll be glad you did. Brought to you by the American Speech-Language Hearing Association.
9: You could drive down the streets of Washington and look at every building on your left and your right, and in each and every one of those buildings, we had clients.
1: That's the woman known as the D.C. Madam. She operated a high-end prostitution ring going back to 1993. Her clients included a senator, deputy secretary of state, that we know of. Her full client list remains under court seal, much like the clients of the latest D.C. prostitution ring. Federal agents made their bust following a years-long brothel operation that advertised nude models. Here's the U.S. attorney in charge of the case.
3: They are doctors, they are lawyers, they're accountants, they're elected officials. They are executives at high-tech companies and pharmaceutical companies. They're military officers, government contractors, professors, scientists. Pick a profession. They're probably
1: represented in this case. Hmm. And they would be perfect people to blackmail or for a foreign intelligence operation to use a honey trap scheme. But just like the D.C. madam, the names remain a mystery, including the military officers and others with security clearances here now the former attorney for the D.C. Madam, Montgomery Blair Sibley. Appreciate you being with us, sir. Why is it that the Johns always get protected?
3: You know, that's a question I've asked myself many times, Leland, and I just have to come back to the simple answer that we live in a very misogynist society and we don't respect women and we abuse them on a regular basis and then walk away as men. So I wish I could give you a better answer than that, but that's what I come up with.
1: You think about, though, the situation here that in both the case of the D.C. madam, who is your client, and now in this case, it's beyond just embarrassing, right, if somebody is caught frequenting a house of prostitution. It's national security implications. It's that somebody could be blackmailed. It's that somebody could be turning over or sharing things they shouldn't be. It, it just seems to even defy your explanation that then these names especially those kinds of names would be kept secret.
3: Yeah, and understand the power in knowing the names and then being able to discuss with the people whose names are on these lists uh, what you'd like to see done in their uh, sphere of influence, if you will, be them politicians, military, or, or in, private, in private practice. mean, um, that's why I guess I'm still under the order now to release the uh, 850 names that I know for sure of the 10,000 clients.